0: Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Um, when I was in sixth grade, 12 years old, whatever that is, uh, one night... I prayed harder than I've ever prayed still in my whole life. It was because this, there was this girl in my youth group. Her name was Anna, Anna Demel. Still the only girl I've ever loved who's not tab or Ellie, like in a, you know, uh, Anna Demel was in my youth group. Her dad was the youth pastor. Um, she was very cool and, uh, she was having a birthday party. I, it must've been like fall. It was in an indoor swimming pool. There's a hotel right next to the chief stadium, Arrowhead uh, Royals Complex right there. Adams Mark, right? I was like Adams Mark, but that's okay. It's a weird name. Had a weird logo. It's like a fancy hotel. Um her family was weird. They were like going to have a 12-year-old's birthday party at this fancy hotel, swimming pool. And uh guess if I wanted to attend that. Well, very very good. <laughs> Waiting for all your options, smart. Uh the answer was yes. Guess if I had some sort of sporting practice the next day. It must have been outdoors. Let's say football. Guess if I had football practice the next day. During the birthday party, I thought there was a God. So here was the deal. Um, I was not going to be able to go to Anna Dimmel's uh, birthday party at the Adams Park Hotel at the Fancy Swimming Pool because I, my, my parents are like, this is your commitment and we don't care about true love and whatever. You're going to football practice. To be like the fifth string cornerback, like what was I doing there? It didn't matter. I was in sixth grade. And uh, so I thought, wait a second, maybe there really is a God. I will pray all night long uh, in my bedroom that it rains. That seems pretty easy, and football practice gets canceled. uh, Boom, birthday party, inter swimming pool, and a double guess if it rained. Remember, I prayed harder than I've ever prayed for anything, still in my entire life. Okay, we should take an honest vote here. It rained. Raise your hand for voting for that. It did not rain. Raise your hand if <laughs> you you cynical, <laughs> pessimistic. What? Because tabs here? What are you doing? Okay, the answer is this: um, You are dang right. It rained. There is a god. I thought you guys knew that. There is a god. I laid in my chief Zubaz print waterbed all night, like looking out this tiny basement window, like, please, Lord, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Let it rain. Wow, you guys really won't let up. Did I still have football practice? It was canceled. My parents relented. They drove me to the Adams Mark Hotel. Um, Did Anna Demel and I become boyfriend and girlfriend after that because of the pool party, followed by the after party at her grandparents' house where we slow danced to like nine straight songs in her grandparents' basement? Yes, we did. God was not dead back then. Holy cow, football sucks, Uh, true love is all there is. Hear this, you heathen, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, check, shut the door, check, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Our passage continues, but that's how it's set up. Uh, Welcome back to the Sermon on the Mount. Um, If you are um, new or just stuck in here, uh, we're working through the Sermon on the Mount this semester. uh, Just before break, happy midterm break in the past, everybody. uh, Reed uh, gave us the, the beginning of this, practicing your righteousness before other people, fasting, giving, secret, all of that. When's the best time to plant a tree? Garden of Eden or something. Yes. That is all correct. So we are here. I'm continuing with it. Anybody wants to take a stab at uh, what we're going to be doing tonight? It's prayer. You were right. Uh, it is prayer. Um, this passage contains the Lord's Prayer. You may have heard of it. Anybody uh, grew up in a church where you regularly recited some version? We'll find out of the Lord's Prayer anybody okay hands down anybody grew up in a church where you decidedly did not do that like not just you happen to not but like why would you rec- Is read the only one get them high get them high get them high only a few okay okay only a few spirit-filled uh church of christ folks um and if you don't know the lord's prayer that's uh that's great that's fine that's no problem um but what we are going to discuss when esther belzer rejoins us uh, what we're going to be talking tonight, talking about tonight, um, is in fact prayer. Uh, it is going to be tangentially, um, textually related here to the sermon itself. Um, it really has just become a springboard to think about prayer um, a, a little more generally, and I'm going to be okay with that. Uh, come sermon discussion tomorrow, we can look at the text uh, more in particular. Talk to me anytime. I'd be happy to talk to you more in particular. Uh, but I, I want um, tonight to um, think for just a minute um, about prayer. Um, how about this? What is prayer? Let's get some audience participation. Just first thing that comes to your mind. You're d- talking to God. Talking to God. A posture of the spirit. Capital S or lowercase S? Okay. What what is prayer? What is prayer? What comes to mind? What's in the word cloud of prayer worship bowing your head listening who is that beautiful man making things up on the spot reads church yep that's that's I mean, good spontaneous spirit filled prayer good um okay these are all uh good things good aspects of prayer um i'm not going to Uh, define it for you but um, there's somebody I I didn't look it up it's been in my head for 20 years and I never bothered to look up who it is I think it's uh, St. Thomas Aquinas Uh, he said in prayer what's happening in prayer the point of prayer um, is that we become the familiars of God weird language because it's 13th century or whatever we become the familiars of God we become familiar to God Presumably because we become familiar with God. And then in that relation, uh, we are familiar with each other. We become uh, the friends of God. So in prayer, the end of prayer is to become uh, friends with God. Uh, Maybe even to become like God. Christ died and became human um, so that uh, he could also be raised and uh, humans could become like God in Christ. Uh, So in prayer, uh, I want us to have this picture of us uh, becoming familiar to, familiar with, friends of um, God. And if prayer is that, then absolutely, it's a conversation. It's talking to God. It's listening to God. Um, it's a it's a posture because um, to become familiar with God, um, A is a posture of uh, uh, absolute humility. Uh, B is a posture of um, a heart overflowing with love. So it's a, a particular orientation, a posturing of um, our spirit, In relationship to God and whatever contributes to that so times alone um, kneeling and saying things can count times together uh, holding hands and reciting things can count Uh, but so does uh, just reading scripture so does uh, thinking hard about anything David Foster Wallace said uh, it's actually really hard to sit still for 30 minutes and just concentrate on one thing to think really hard about something. Um, and uh, Simone Veil, another lady, said, uh, absolutely unmixed attention is prayer. She equated it, so if you want a definition. Um, I, I don't mind that one, actually. Absolutely unmixed attention is prayer. Uh, and so in our um, relationship to God, our becoming the friends of God, uh, any time, and anything, uh, anywhere, that our attention is absolutely unmixed. We're studying a part of God's creation, and um, we are feeling a thing fully. Uh, we are uh, looking another person in the eyes. We're looking in the mirror. We're being honest with ourselves. Maybe that involves words. Much of that is subconscious. Uh, but that process, that lifelong patient process, um, is, is what I like to think about um, when, when I consider um, what, what is prayer? What is the point of prayer? What are we doing? Um, I I thought of it as uh, connecting a little bit to the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus has been um, instructing his disciples as to the nature of the way. What is the kingdom that he is ushering in? Uh, What does it look like to partner with Jesus and to follow him um, into the way um, that he is leading, that he's bringing, that he's dying to make rise? Uh, What what does it look like? And I I thought of um, prayer as not just if we picture the disciples uh, with Jesus uh, along that road. Prayer is not only them asking Jesus, like, hey, can we stop for the bathroom? Hey, can we eat at McDonald's today? Hey, Jesus, what about this? Jesus, can you answer this question? Those are great things. Those are talking to God, maybe even listening to God. Like, I'll sit and I will listen attentively as Jesus teaches, responds, whatever. Um, those are part of it for sure. Uh, but, but everything that the disciples are doing as they are with Jesus on the way into the new kingdom that he's ushering in, uh, becoming familiar with Jesus the way of Jesus watching how He interacts with people, uh, he, how He heals people, I'm um, coming to deeply understand how Jesus' heart works in the world, latching on to that pulse. Um, all of that, anything that happens there, uh, the times that you can recognize and the times that you don't, um, all of that I think of as prayer. So maybe it's the disciples uh, it's just the disciples breathing. They're with Jesus um, and they're breathing. And so maybe prayer is breathing as you walk with Jesus uh, in the way of Christ, into the new kingdom that God is bringing. Uh, And so being with him there, becoming friends of Jesus, Um, learning to see as he sees, uh, learning to to feel as he feels, um, which will take some training and some retraining. Sometimes that's through teaching. Sometimes that's through harsh confrontation, encounter, uh, being presented with something that doesn't make sense and have Jesus point to that and say, this is what it's like. Here's the kingdom of heaven. Um, prayer in those cases is, is not just, um, dear Lord, would you please help me understand? Uh, but it's, it's coming face to face and sitting with that long enough um, that over time you, you start to feel the way Jesus feels. And so Jesus' um, invitation here to his disciples, um, who in other accounts come and ask him, teach us how to pray. Uh, we, we can think of um, Jesus' invitation to them um, as being of a peace with his invitation to, to come and follow him and to come and follow him um, all the way into death. Um, it is, as Polly G said, a posture of the spirit. Um, I like the way that Reed usually introduces morning prayer at the beginning of a year. Um, he says, come pray with us every weekday morning. We're there 30 minutes. Uh, we, we gather together to pray together. We do prayer requests. We hear, like, what do who's sick in your family? What's on your mind? How can we pray for you? Um, we, we do that, but that's, like, one small part of what we're trying to do is to, to cultivate a certain disposition it's a posture of the spirit um one of a uh, radical um humility absolute dependence on god um, a disposition of of listening of attending of being open to challenge conviction assurance and of doing that together uh all of that um i, I think this is why I, i'd love uh, morning prayer and the ones of you um, who make it out there if you come over a long time if you've come a semester um, you, you may not be able to point to, oh, that was the day I, I learned how to pray. That was the day I saw this prayer answered. Sometimes you will, and that's awesome. Uh, but I think more than that, um, a, a year later, maybe 10 years later, um, you may see that you've cultivated a certain disposition um, where, where you hear things, see things, feel things um, more instinctively, like your second nature um, is that of, of Christ. And so you react to the world, you live in the world um, in this prayerful way with a certain disposition, uh, which is one of radical humility and openness to God um, that's then willing um, to take uh, bold action in the world. Becoming the familiars, the friends of God. Absolutely unmixed attention um, is what it, what it requires. Uh, we can cultivate um, this disposition of, of learning to uh, be like Christ as we are, are with him. Um, all of those things, uh, for, for me, I, I thought uh, this line, I thought, I remember a time uh, when I would read pray without ceasing and think, I have no idea what you're talking about, Paul. I have no idea what this means. And now for whatever reason, however it's happened, um, I, I read that line or I don't need to. And I think, yeah, I do. I, I pray without ceasing. I, uh, maybe can't describe that very well and it's not being like weirdly, be a weird thing to be egotistical about, or something. But I, I, I really, uh, I do do that. My inner monologue, uh, the the way that I um, see and try to listen to and react to other people, um, the 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 full span of of living uh, in the meantime between these two trees, where God made everything good, uh, and where God is restoring everything to be good. Uh, and here in the middle, we have hints and glimmers of that. Uh, but we also um, are smacked in the face and dragging our feet through the mud. Um, th- that way of processing um, the world and the things that happen and the things that I hope for, the things that other people hope for, long for, want, uh, I, I have seen, I just contract, like from now to 20 years ago, I see a, a difference. And I would call it uh, the difference being that I, I do pray without ceasing. I mean, I'm a weird, fat, angry old man. I do lots of other stuff, you know, strange and weird and bad, but... Uh, I, I do at least do this. I like want more than anything else um to be attuned to god to to become a friend of God. Um, I see that that requires um attempting to know myself uh to love my neighbor as I love myself so I can love God by loving my neighbor as I love myself and and i do I see my life um as a as a the whole wacky complex messed up uh uh embarking on trying to do that. Uh, but it, it really is the the way um that I'm oriented and uh i i i, tr- I tried to look back and think um what what are the little pieces what are the times places people ways um that have contributed to uh, what is not a finished picture i'm 40 years old 42 almost um so i got another few years at least it's not a finished picture uh but but there is um a praying without ceasing um that that is is a real thing Uh, and, uh, I, I looked, I looked back on my life. Uh, I'm going to run through a few things, um, in the hopes that it stirs something for you. Um, so you all have your own stories coming from your own places, uh, your, however far you've come along, uh, on the path to, to knowing, uh, God by knowing others, by knowing yourself, by becoming the friends of God. Um, but I, am just going to rattle off um, a handful of things that stuck out to me when I thought about, um, that was a weird, strange thing from being a kid that has actually been like a formative part of, uh, my being oriented toward God in a, a prayerfully unceasing way. Um, so I, I hope that, uh, that, that spurs something for you, um, to think of in your own life. When I was a kid, Uh, Every night, my family gathered. We knelt in a circle because posture is important in the the living room, and we prayed every night. Uh, We had a hymnal. We sang uh, hymns out of. My mom got so mad because my little brother's name is Chi, and we would insert Chi anytime there was a He and a Him, and so it was like a, you know, a battle thing. But we sang them anyway. Uh, we did. it. We had this whole string of Be Withs. We had like a you know, board where we tracked people from church, people in the family, whatever, people who needed prayer, specific requests, and all the kids. You know, you had to um, you had to chime in enough to satisfy mom and dad and God. And so uh, you'd be like, Be with Uncle Albert because his head hurts, and Be with Mildred from church because she fell, and Be with you know, the cousin, because whatever. Um, so it was these be with prayers. Um, and, you know, on the one hand, it's like, eh, what's really happening there? Um, on the other hand, I think that does cultivate uh, an anti-narcissism, like a way of uh, being attentive to the people around you. Um, and the, like, real concrete, specific people around you. Not vague, idealistic prayers. Be with Russia. I mean, which is a fine thing also. But uh, uh, concrete, other-focused attentiveness. Um we did that and it was fine mostly and we hated it sometimes and I remember in high school especially I'd be like, I have algebra too. I can't do the prayer tonight and my parents, you might guess, were um graciously inflexible and so I was a part of that circle. Uh in the mornings before we left for school, uh we would stand at the doorway, we had a really long driveway. we had to run down so we could see the bus coming around the corner and we had to sprint from the door. So we while we stood at the door we had to have enough time um and we went through the fruit of the spirit. It was just a version that my mom got from a Jewish Bible. Apparently, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. You probably know that with like d- different words. Um, maybe some of you. But um, we stood there and we um, we recited those um, as a way of calling them into being. I guess again, it was you know usually annoyed and late and angry and frustrated and whatever. But we said them and we did it and it was there. Um, and in some way, like those have wormed their way deep into me and are like a part of the way that I see things. Um, my church that I grew up in, First United Methodist, Independence, Missouri. Um, I love that church. All the old people there—they were so old when I was a kid. That church is so old; they're all still there, and that means they're like 35 years older, but they're like no older because they were already at the maximum oldness. I, anytime I go back, I'm like, how? What does this mean? How old were you when I was 10? Um, I I love that church. Uh, learned a lot from there. Like how to pray for rain so that I could date Anadamal and make all my dreams come true. Um, In addition, um, pertinent to this passage, we did the Lord's Prayer. Um, It's kind of a higher church liturgical sort of thing. And so we recited the Lord's Prayer in this big cavernous sanctuary looking up. I always thought it was like Noah's Ark because of the shape of it. And spent a lot of time looking at the fans way high up there. But um, we would recite it in um, the particular version that we're going to do here in a minute. Um, that is the only way that I can conceive of the Lord's Prayer, even though there's like lots of different versions and there's one in the Bible, turns out, and um, those are all different from the one that I know, but I can't hear it or say, I've tried, I can't do it in any different like tone, volume, cadence, rhythm. It's, imp- it's impossible for me because of the 900 weeks that I sat there and like heard it and said it in unison with all these apparently 600-year-old people in my church growing up as a kid, and that's, that's, that's done something um, in me. Uh, those are like times as a kid I had um, this Methodist retreat thing that I would go to uh, every couple months Um, and there I got dabbled in a little bit more of uh, Reed's spirit filled prayer stuff this was like you know all teenagers and I was like a leader of this thing sometimes and so it would be like real hormonal prayers happening there because it's just a lot of energy in those um, retreats and those those were also formative for me like those times with lots of peers who you know to the best we could were trying to listen to jesus and follow jesus and i got a girlfriend from there too yes and uh the the moving on i'm coming to coming to college like out of childhood um joe belzer who's your dad um was my campus minister back when god was not dead and belzer was not dead and all of that uh, he was my campus minister and I, I learned a ton from him and I tagged along with him and I became the familiar of him because I saw that he was the familiar of God. And I, I learned how to pray by walking with him, praying with him. Uh, I remember long, slow, imaginative, like literally people would fall asleep, including Belzer, like people would fall asleep in these prayer sessions in early staff meetings and like back before that. Uh, but, uh, but I learned a, I guess a, a leisurely pace of prayer that there was, Uh, there was goodness to be had in taking your time there and not just, you know, rushing through and rattling off the be with, be with, be with, be with. Um, and and I, uh, I learned to pray from Belzer. Uh, when Tab and I were first married, um, I delivered pizzas for Domino's and, uh, back then we were open till 2 AM. So I had a lot of late nights driving pizzas all around Kirksville. That's why I know all the streets even now, cause there's no GPS, you kids. Um, and so I uh, was a, like a self-disciplined person, so I memorized my Greek vocab words while I was driving, and it would s- just spend time in prayer. Kirksville, late at night, in like weird pockets of Kirksville, has like a different. Anybody know this? You like walk around, you drive around. There's like, I-, I pray differently at night around Kirksville than I do during the day in Kirksville, or walking around campus, um, which is another time and place that I um, have spent a lot of time walking and praying. Becoming familiar to God with God, uh, but the Domino's delivery—that's its own like kind of vibe of prayer, and um, it, it it created um, something in me, I guess. Uh, if you've been in honor of Kyle Sweatlessnoff, I'm um, an early coaching group. Wh- when were you here? 11 to 15. Okay, somewhere in that range. Um, we went to the cemetery, my cemetery together. Um, that was in the middle of um, however long that I've spent a lot of time at the cemetery. Um, not just to be like a weirdo, but because um I, I find if you're gonna walk in the way of Jesus and become familiar with the way of Jesus, then uh your own death, the death of everyone you know in the world, uh for the life of God to be resurrected there, um, is, is the only way that anything's gonna happen. Um and so we've have had a coaching group times there and lots of times there, um, Beakner readings at the cemetery. Uh I double dog dare you. Go to a cemetery. Walk around my small group this semester, Hannah. You were there. Uh, it just it. Maybe it'll be weird. Maybe whatever. Uh, but 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 try it. See if it's different than sitting in your Mohall dorm room and praying, and uh, you know, praying in the CCF basement with your small group. Um, it's it's different, which is why I've logged ten thousand hours doing it there. Um, the labyrinth is right there now. Tons of time at um, staff meetings. There are lots of people that I've um, learned from and got to to partner with in. Uh, praying together um, to dedicate our attention um, to the people and things that uh, God cares about that are in our way um, in in order to cultivate a certain disposition um, toward those people and those things uh, ultimately to become the familiars of God. Uh, a lot of writing. Anybody a prayer journaler? you a journaler? Raise them high. Good hand, writing hand. Um, You know, maybe that's a personal disposition thing, but I would also um, charge the rest of you, give it a try. Uh, Often, you don't know what you think until you see what you think, so um, write it out. For me, it's a a pre-prayer exercise often. I get the rage out and the why, 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 what's going on, and then um, I'm able to sit with it and uh, see a little more deeply what's happening. Um, With my family now... Uh, we're going to do a prayer in a second. The Shema uh, went back when I drove my kids to school. We would pray that in the mornings on the way to school. Um, It's the same family dynamic as when I was a kid. Jude won't shut up and Max is farting and whatever is happening, but it's like, okay, we're, you know, we're at least, we're doing it. We're doing the thing while we're walking along the road. We're saying the thing. Um, And I, you know, I, I trust that that's doing something even when it looks weird. Um, These are a handful um, from my own life. Before we move into doing some actual prayer, um, I'm going to give you 10 seconds now. Um, and I, I just want you to, to look back, think on your family, your home church, your current life. Um, what are some of those times, people, places um, that prayer has been made real to you? Um, I'm going to give you like 10 seconds now to think about that. If you're comfortable, would you um, turn to a neighbor and just share one of the things that came to mind just to go ahead? thank you for briefly sharing those i encourage you um to continue that exercise on your own as as you leave here uh maybe make a timeline a map <coughs> um for our remaining time here uh i had lots of different ideas, lots of different possible stuff. And I said, eventually, um, what good is talking about prayer when you could just pray instead? And so um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do um, together um, a handful of prayers that have uh, been uh, important to me and in my own life, and some of you will um, be familiar with those. Uh, but I, I'm going to invite you uh, to join me in praying some of these. Um, so let's let's stand for the first one. It's going to be up here, I believe. Uh, it is, in fact, the Lord's Prayer, which is the next bit of our text um, from Matthew where I left off. Um, this is my First United Methodist Church independence uh, version, which is trespasses, not debts, and which is kingdom, glory, and power forever, not forever and ever, you Lutherans. So um, it'll be up here. It's it's the, They're all wrong. None of them are the Bible version. Nobody does that one, but uh, we're all wrong in different ways. So um, this is the only way that I know how to do it. Um, I'm going to invite you, um, if you would, to... Uh, Put your hands up for this one if you know it and want to close your eyes that's fine otherwise you're welcome to go along um, let's take uh, just a second of quiet and now would you join me in the lord's prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You can remain standing. Uh, This next one is a tiny prayer. It's 12 words long. Uh, it's the best prayer I know. It's the one that I recite um, the most often ever since I discovered it in a seminary class in 2007 or something. Um, This as a way of actively praying without ceasing is probably um, as close as it gets for me. Um, It's called the Jesus Prayer. It's it's very short. Um, It comes from uh, the Gospel of Luke. And uh, for this one, the the appropriate action um, is to beat your chest. That's what's happening in um, the story in Luke. So um, you can take a look here. That's all it is. Um, and after a second of silence here, I'll invite you in humility to beat your chest and to pray the Jesus prayer with me. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That one really might be the beginning and the end. Now this next one I mentioned, it's uh, from my family. It's the on the way to school in the car one. Um, it's also a, a small group favorite of mine. This is a, a daily prayer in Judaism also. Um, if you know how to daven, this is all you got to do. Okay, so after um, a second of silence, um, I'll invo- invite you um, to join me in the Shema. Um, for this one, I'll do the top line, the italicized part. We'll all close our eyes for that. Um, and then after that, um, you're welcome to uh, join me uh, in davening the Shema here. Would you close your eyes? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Opening your eyes and davening. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the frames of your houses and on your gates. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Very good. Uh, This next one is from the Anglican Book of Common Prayer. Um, It's a really old one. We used it as a part of the Virtues and Vices series a couple of years ago. not sure if anyone was here for that. Um, This one is a a prayer of repentance, of confession. It's like a fleshed-out version of the Jesus prayer. You can think of it. Um, This is actually a kneeling prayer, so if you're um, comfortable kneeling, I'll just note here that uh, most of what becoming the friend of God entails uh, is our own humility, uh, the radical acceptance that comes uh, from that and after that. Uh, and so these, these prayers of, of repentance, uh, acknowledging our own sinfulness, limitation, uh, is, is not to, to pile on guilt, but is actually um, to free us up uh, to, to become friends with God. Um, and so this is um, a prayer of confession and of repentance. So let's take just a minute of silence. And I would love for you to. have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Amen. Uh, you can stand back up. Uh, prayer is not all uh, peace and silence and quiet and fuzzy feelings. Actually, if you um, read scripture, you know that uh, much of it is uh raging, lament is sorrow is confusion uh and there are um, lots of prayers for that my my favorite um is a very short one it's from psalm 88 it just says this how long O lord uh and uh, a part of uh having your heart learn to beat in tune with god's heart um is to is to feel that that ache uh, for the ways that things are off um, the the pain and sin and suffering of uh, yourself in your own life, that of people you love, um, and and to long for um, the day uh, when God makes that right. And uh, sometimes that's a that's a long time. That's a prayer for a person you're watching just spiral. It's a prayer for a situation that feels almost hopeless. Um, and so this psalmic prayer, um, this this it's a it's a rage prayer. So the uh, the appropriate posture here um, is, is, is fists. This is the Bible. This is just what it is. Okay. So, um, if after a second here, um, if you will join me, um, in shaking fists, uh, we're going to, um, beg God to hurry up. If you're able, shake your fists and join me. How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord? How long, long, O Lord? How long? you can have a seat for this final one. Uh, before our final prayer, I wanted to note um, both tomorrow at sermon discussion, uh, I have a lot of prayer things that I would love to give you, read to you. Um, so if you come to sermon discussion, we'll do some of those. Um, also, I'm gonna reprise uh, the hot tea, warm reads that we do during the, the media fasts. Um, I'll put it in the little group communication thing. Uh, But for anyone who um, wants to, is able to come to the CCF house on Friday at 3.30, I'll make you a London Fog and uh, just read a few things um, that for me are are prayer posture defining, Um, some Annie Dillard, some other stuff. Uh, So that's out there. Um, And now for um, our final prayer, Um, this one comes from, it's a, this book, Common Prayer, a liturgy for ordinary radicals um and it has uh the same benediction same benedictory prayer at the end of every day um and this one for the last while we do it at staff meetings um it's a post-dinner when my family is able to around the dinner table we end this way um also when my mother-in-law lived with us uh who was deaf she would sign it so i'm gonna sign it with the one free hand here um this is Keith's favorite so this is may the peace Um, So while you're seated, uh, if you would like to uh, pray this to cap our prayer time here, uh, not to cap your prayer time in the world, um, take that with you, please. Uh, You are becoming the familiars of God. Um, Continue in that way. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen. Let's have a poor transition as the music people come up, because that was our final prayer. Um, you guys can stand for this last song.